I'm so glad that you and I could be together again on the Lance Wall Now Show, where we have freedom in America to speak. Even if we are a little bit suppressed in our audience reach, at least you're hearing me right now. Something happened this week that uh, is important. Janet Yellen has figured out how to reach into the deep pockets and mechanisms of the bureaucratic uh, power that she has to flood the zone with massive uh, spending. And I don't have time right now to go into what's taking place, but what governments do during elections is every president does it. They try to make the economy as good as possible so that they don't get beat up on the economy. Well, the American economy is struggling, and now what they've decided to do is to put your children, 30 years old and younger, into permanent slave status to the to the to the um, to debt because they're flooding the zone with more cash. We already have 33 to 34 trillion dollars debt, but in order to make the economy look good, they're pumping cash out again into the economy. The result is a superficial, oh, look, the stocks are going up. Oh, look, there's the interest rates can come down a few points. There's there's a surge of money that's that's been released. And, and I'm telling you what, the dollar is about to be destroyed. And it's because of selfish, short-term elite thinking. That's why I recommend that you got to do what they've done for 5,000 years, biblically. Silver, gold, put your money in something other than the dollar they seem to be on a kamikaze mission to take out. All right, I want you to go to lancewellner.com forward slash birch. There's a 20-page report. Arm yourself with knowledge. The Bible says in Isaiah, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. At least inform yourself about what's happening with the de-dollarization of, of America, trying probably to crash the currency to go with a digital currency. There, you have to think almost like the devil does. Then you'll be one step ahead of the devil because the word of God tells us, prepare when you see trouble coming. Go to lancewoman.com forward slash Birch, read the report. And, uh, and if you don't have the resources to be able to put into gold, I'm putting something together for you. I'm talking to my staff right now. We're not going to leave you high and dry. We're going to have an alternative. Mercedes? Just have them email freedom at lancewallnow.com. So Birch has a $10,000 cutoff, um, which is fine if you're moving an IRA or if you're ready to make a large purchase. But if you're under that, just go ahead and reach out to us and we'll we'll get something. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little, little, shall we say, tickled right now because I want to make sure that everybody has a life raft. Mm -hmm. So um, go to freedom at lancewallnow.com. If you don't have the $10,000 for uh, Birch, I want to take care of you, find out another way to make a boat that will float. Now let's get into today's wild, unedited broadcast. The Word of God will help us in this hour where America is going. You cannot afford to let your soul be troubled. You've got to feed upon what God is saying here. It, and, and, and so what the Bible says is Isaiah was sent to a nation that had gotten fat, with prosperity, lazy with peace, and self, it became self-indulgent. It got into over-excess. Its leaders were corrupt and lied to the people, and the people believed the lies, and the leaders and the people went off to destruction because the prophets and the priests, the only people that could possibly come out and, and put their hands out on the highway in front of the bridge that's out and wave their hands, they were off to the side. They were, they were not 
sufficiently strong in numbers or scope of influence, Isaiah included, to be able to stop the apostasy, uh, except for a brief period when Josiah came to power and they had a few years of, of recovered uh, vitality. Then they went back into judgment and God used other countries to judge Israel and Judah for their excess. And uh, then he turned around and judged the other countries. I'm telling you, God has a plan. But in the middle of it, and I love this, Isaiah 9 pops up. It's kind of like hope in the midst of the prophet's, you know, judgment. He says, for unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the increase of of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom in order to establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall perform this. Why do I read this verse? Because it tells us at this uh, particular time of year that we celebrate Christmas, the prophet says a governing ruler is born and the insane, but nevertheless, perceptive left with not a, not a few of their false prophets and priests in, you know, Christianity Today and other magazines will line up against Christian nationalism. Why? I think it's because they're afraid of the government of Jesus. They're afraid that there is a government coming. Oh, they want to project it upon, you know, uh, Christians as though they're trying to impose something upon the culture which is laughable when you see that it's not us burning down police precincts, it's not us assassinating uh, congressmen on baseball fields like the Bernie Sanders follower did when he tried to kill Steve Scalise. No, it's, uh, it's not us with Antifa and BLM, but they try to cloak it around us, the peace-loving, praying believers, just like they martyred Isaiah for telling them the truth they will try to persecute you also. And Jesus said the day will come and that will happen. But that day is not now. And that's why the zeal of the Lord of hosts is on people like me and it's on people like you. Why? Because the government in this country still has a fighting chance because we don't have a typical government. Our government is under God, which means the government doesn't give you permission to have freedom, doesn't give you permission to speak, doesn't give you permission the way Biden and the Democrats treat it. They're giving you permission, like President Xi in communist China gives the people permission to come out of their houses now. The government doesn't have control over your life. You have control over your life. You elect the government and under God. God is the one who's supposed to have control. And if God is no longer in control of this country, then watch how fast this country falls into the uh, depravity of the very thing that the left projects on us, they will do. They will become the dictators that fast. It's in their, it's in their DNA. Tucker Carlson is going to share with us now his thoughts. Tucker, come on and tell us what you think. In this case, it seems irresolvable. So you have, you know, basically every power center in the country will do anything to prevent Trump from winning anything. I mean, that's the most important thing to them is to keep Trump from becoming president again. Now, why is that is a whole separate and very interesting conversation, but that's just a fact, okay? And 
these are the same people who are lecturing us about democracy. We're saving democracy. Democracy dies in darkness. Democracy is the most important thing. You heard that creepy defense contractor say, what we're really doing is preserving democracy. We're not just like selling weapons. We're preserving democracy, right. it, which was a nauseating clip. And I, and I hope on some level he's punished for that. But um, anyway, so, but then at the same time, you have Trump like is leading, leading the race in, in every nonpartisan or all the liberal polls are showing him leading the race, beating Joe Biden in the, in the battleground states. So like they can't let him win, but if they don't let him win, then it's just super obvious that all this democracy stuff was fraudulent and that it's not a democracy. It's an oligarchy run by the richest people that Bernie Sanders back when he was a free man was telling the truth. And so at that point, like the veil's off, we can't pretend anymore. Like when they killed Kennedy, which they did, um, they could kind of pretend like everything's fine. But after this election, there's no pretending everything's fine. Everyone will know. And it is a little bit like you get kidnapped, you get thrown in the back of the car, and all of a sudden the kidnapper turns around and lowers his mask and you see his face. And that's not a good thing. Because once you see his face, he has to kill you. Because you know who he is. He can't let you go then, okay? So you sort of want the kidnapper to keep his mask on because the pretense allows him the freedom to let you go in the end, to pretend everything's fine. But they've showed us who they are with such unmistakable clarity that I, you know, I kind of don't know how we get along after this election unless they decelerate and, and just and just do what they should do, which is like, look, we don't like Trump. Here's why. We don't think he's good for the country. Here's why. We think Joe Biden's great. Here's why. America, make your choice. They will never decelerate. They will never relinquish their power. They must stop Trump. They have to. It's, it's an out-of-control oligarch, meaning it's a certain elite class of uh, wealthy and powerful and privileged people who will not give up their power. They've weaponized the intelligence community. The reason why they're freaked out over Donald Trump is because Donald Trump actually is kind of like an enema. He is going to force out of Washington the corruption that is in the belly of the beast. He is going to cut the layers of this uniparty oligarchy at the top of the intelligence community. He will actually go further than that in the same way that they've used lawfare to lock him up for 700 years and destroy his ability to do business in New York for reasons that no American sees as justified. And certainly, as Tucker says, the Democrats and Republicans all skirt on that same ice, but nobody calls them in. Uh, no, I don't think the American people are, are sufficiently educated yet. I don't think the Christians are educated yet. That's why 30 million don't vote. If they had half a brain, they'd see that their religious freedom, their food, their water, and their uh, sanity is dependent upon having a government that the devil doesn't take down. And so they ought to show up and at least vote. But Trump will take the legal course. He will take the, um, he, will he will utilize with Cash Patel and uh, our guy, who's our treasurer, who's our attorney, gen attorney general here, Paxton. He's got, we have what's necessary to go in and conduct a house cleaning. And they will not let that happen. And so you're seeing articles coming out now that are a virtual call for assassination of the dictator Trump. I believe that we have to come together in such volume 
and power. And uh, we have to become a collective voice to push against this lie that Trump himself is a threat to democracy when the threat to democracy is actually in the Oval Office, in the Senate, in Congress, in the intelligence community, in the Department of Justice right now. The problem is the propaganda power of legacy media, the propaganda power of academia. We let these institutions, these gates of hell be occupied. And so now the only thing that can answer that problem is I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. Where's the church that's showing up to take back the education mountain from the corruption of our children, the destruction of our children, the defilement of our children with perverse curriculum on a tsunami wave of trying to convince them that they're in the wrong bodies and they need to transgender for the rest of their life, mutilate their sex organs and be dependent on pharmacies for the rest of their life mm -hmm. to, lock, to, to fill them up with the chemicals to handle the transition they're being taught to accept by queer educators. Where are we going with this? Where's the church? Only the church has the power to go up against the gates of hell. We better show up, folks. Well, Christian nationalism. Well, I don't know what else to do, folks. I'm not going to sit there with my thumb in my mouth while they take over the schools. So what am I going to do? I am not a Christian nationalist. I think we're going to have to reframe this debate. I am a nationalist populist who happens to be a Christian. You got a problem with that? We got nationalists that happen to be atheists. We got nationalists that happen to be Jewish. We got nationalists that happen to be Muslim too. You got a problem with African-American nationalists? You see, what the left does is it wants to brand you in such a way that they can fix an image on you and then drill it into the public mind. The right-wing extremists, I say we don't let them give us the language and then dance. No, I'm not a Christian nationalist. I'm a nationalist. I'm a nationalist and a populist who's lost faith in the Republican Party and distrust the Democrats. I see a people rising up to take their government back before the elites destroy it. I happen to be a Christian. What's your problem with that? You don't like religion? The majority of Americans actually are okay with it. You're out of sync with the majority of Americans. Stop persecuting the nation. Lance, I think that's an incredibly viral soundbite that's about to go out right there. I think, too, the thing that I feel like we should be looking at exposing is this narrative. It's fear-mongering, the same thing that they did with COVID, the same thing that they do with climate change, where it's like they are so great at pushing fear into people. And this, the stage is being set that the person you should be scared about is the Christian down the street who also loves their country. That it's They've got the cross uh, hanging up on their on their porch, and then they've got the American flag, too. The dangerous Christian nationalists. And I feel like we need to expose it. We need to start talking about it more, because the more we talk about it, I just think that that's what happens in the Bible. Like when there was the plot against Paul, it was exposed. When there was the plot against Nehemiah and the Jews, it was exposed. And this is us exposing the narrative. So people need to get ready. It's only going to get worse. They're only going to keep trying to push a narrative, Christian nationalism, and how you should be afraid of them. And the same people that were afraid of the vax, or the, I'm sorry, the same people that were afraid of COVID and that went and got the vax, those are the same people they're targeting now with the fear narrative that you need to be afraid. And, and I don't know, I honestly, Lance, I don't know enough about, you know, 
how the Nazi party worked and the fear that they put around Jews. But it feels to me like that's, it feels like a stage that's being set like that, that you should be afraid of this particular religious group who also happens to love their country. I mean, it's, it's a really odd situation that's being set up. And I think we need to start talking about it. Yeah. And, 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 it's not going to work. And the reason it's not going to work is the Jewish people were never more than 2% of the population. But you got 30 million of us. And uh, it's 10% of our population. Uh, and that's, and that's, that's just those of us that are fire-breathing patriots. You probably got another um, uh, 15 or 20 million moderate Christians that are going to freak out over the attack on Christianity. Uh, because they'll identify with being Christians. So it's, it's the only way that they can make this work is, um, is to have the church deceived so that that 30 million that are awake go to sleep. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, so America's heading into, heading into, you know, Tim Poole talks about a civil war. Uh, and I say, no, 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 it's not going to go to that. But you know what Bob Jones said, prophet that was up at Morningstar for a long time. He said, the shooting war in America will happen when they come for your guns. I want you to imagine a day when they take away your right to protect yourself, but they have mobilized Marxist mobs roaming around the communities uh, like they did for a while. I mean, it was it just, we already saw it before COVID. We had these, these remember those couple that were standing on the front porch with their little handguns, you know, little pistols, and they had, they got them taken away and they had to go to court because there was like a BLM, you know, protest going on. These protests are Marxist Maoist strategies to intimidate people into submission. And uh, when they come for the guns, that's when the shooting war starts. That's what Bob Jones always said. I said, wow, could it go that bad? Well, prophets are well, unusual creatures. They see the things. I don't know. I, I think we got to be careful with rhetoric like that. But I also think that there's a lot of, in the media, foreshadowing. Like there's this whole movie coming about. It's called Civil War. And I think that it's one thing where it's like, it's like when you know what the devil wants to do, right? Like there, we wage war against principalities and powers of the air. We don't wage war against flesh and blood, but there are real plans that the enemy has. And I think that, I mean, and you hear it, you hear people talking about civil war and, oh, who, no matter who wins, like, it's just a lot of fear mongering. And I'm telling you, that spirit of fear, whether it's in you or in other people, it's like, I don't want to feed it. And I think it's a call to Christians to pray and intercede and be the voice of reason in this hour to say, no, we're not going to go into civil war. I mean, think about all the families that are out there. I mean, you know, Jamie Lynn's pregnant. I mean, it's just, that's not God's will right now is to not have a, he doesn't want a civil war. So it's like, we have to be looking at how do we move towards that? How do we pray against that? Because I think it's very clear that that's what the enemy wants enemy being the Satan. No, you're absolutely right. And so, you know, th then you have to, you have to work in the ethics of, uh, Jesus talks about turning the other cheek and he certainly didn't resist his own martyrdom. Martyrs, you know, you, know, you don't see Peter and Paul, uh, you know, fighting back with a militia when they were being, when they were being uh, executed. Yeah. So there's this sense in which you, you have to see uh, like I was reading where Peter said, the time of my departure is at hand. The time for the putting off of my earthly tabernacle is at hand. It's interesting how both Paul and Peter, they knew that the time of their death was coming, but they didn't refer to it as uh, execution or uh, a, cr a crime of the government. They saw it as God's purpose for their life. And I think that that's, there's something about that perspective, which 
uh, I'm trying to get across. I'm trying to be really gritty and real about where America could be going. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm certainly not advocating for, for violence because that doesn't work. What I am advocating for is the realization that God has a superintendent providence over nations and that America is where you're at right now is called way, being weighed in the balance. And so there's this idea that there's a weighing in the balance and that at this point, it's a year of grace and it's a year of mercy if we will seize the opportunity. Uh, but we've got to be smarter than we were before. I mean, all the, I thought about this, all the Christians on January 6th mm -hmm. that were up there at the Capitol, it was no insurrection. If you're going to do an insurrection, you do it like Antifa and BLM do it. You, uh, you know, you, you bring your Molotov cocktails and your bricks and you bomb things. And you take over precincts. You do, and you got your lawyers and your media working with you. This was no, one idiot is actually out there postulating that Dutch Sheets and Cindy Jacobs and Cheyenne and me were like the hidden cause for January 6th. That's, that's beyond Trump derangement. And, and the guy's actually out there on Christian talk shows being, being treated as though he's rational. That's, that's the second problem we'll talk about. Well, but, and I, I was going to say that, that I think the biggest challenge we'll face outside of false media narratives is a good segment of the body of Christ um, disagreeing with, oh, yeah, no, you shouldn't be involved in politics. Oh, get away from that. That's dirty. Just just focus on, you know, winning souls. You know, don't go towards places of leadership. Just be compliant. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. That, and then, like, that have a totally wrong thinking about how a republic in our nation works and that our what our responsibility is as Christians to be good stewards of that nation. Um, and so I, I think you're going to get it from both sides, Lance. I mean, these are things we talk about that, that one of the things we've said is like in the same way, the government mountain was shaking when Trump came into office. And now we know exactly where the rhinos are. We go exactly where the neocons are. We know exactly who the MAGA uh, conservatives are. I think that same shaking is about to come to the church. And I think it's going to shake out this next year. Yeah. So, and and thank you for, thank you for saying that. And the thing that I want to say is I go, we went a little over today, but that's okay, man. Some people have two or three hour shows. We're only doing 30 minutes. Yeah. The um, thing I want to say is, for all of our, I and mean, we got whole channels of prophets talking. And it's, I'll tell you, I'm not impressed with our prophetic right now in America. I don't care who it is. Name any, name anybody. And I'll tell you why. I didn't hear any of us, myself included, at January 6th, lift up a warning voice and say, this is set up. It's a trap. They've got a couple of hundred Fed agents. They've got Antifa mo in, in, with, with Trump paraphernalia on their heads. I mean, I said it as soon as the riot broke out. As soon as that stuff broke out, I got shut down off of Facebook from the Trump Hotel. I was with Gene Bailey saying, it's fake. I knew that. And I, I got it. But I didn't warn anybody. I just deserted it faster than other people. So um, we can't let that happen. We can't go with shofars and anointing oil and prayers and flags and go just like sheep led to the slaughter. We have to be shrewd and see how these people play. They're always a step ahead of us. That's got to stop. Prophetically, Elisha was able to eavesdrop in the tent of the king's uh, adversaries of Israel and hear their plans. I pray right now, Father, in Jesus' name, Bring your church up another level. 
that we might be able to hear what the enemy is doing and veto it either by practical preemptive action or by supernatural intervention and intercession. But I pray, Lord, that you'll get involved with the battle for America, that there is yet something good in this country to be preserved and its influence in the world can be for good and not for bad. I ask you, Lord, to intervene and give an extension of peace and of grace. And I pray that there are certain voices that have not been heard that will be given a greater platform and a greater prophetic courage to hear and to speak what the Lord says. Raise up your Isaiahs in America right now to speak to the hallowed halls of politicians and to the common man and to the priest alike. In the name of Jesus, I pray for America for the sake of our children and our grandchildren that this great nation you planted for harvest will not be corrupted, but it will bring forth fruit that will please you in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, amen, amen, amen. amen. All right, well, we'll be back again tomorrow with more. Any final thoughts there? I, I was just gonna say, you know me, I always have a thought. I was just going to, well, two things, really. The first one is the one advantage you really have is that the devil's not original, that it's always the same plots over and over again. To your point, it's like it, it's exposed, right? Like we talked about with Paul. And then, and then there's also times where uh, in Acts, it talks about, you know, like the, it's like the Jews stirred up. They went and they got, what is the quote, Lance? They went and they got like nefarious men. Oh, no, no, they got, no, it's the King James is so great. Certain lewd fellows of the baser sort. <laughs> yeah, to stir up riots. And so it's like we don't realize, like, it's so old, it's new. So I think we all got to go back to Acts, reread it, and open your eyes to when the kingdom advances, this is the type of opposition that's going to come against it. Um, and then the last thing I just want to put out, point out, this Napoleon, Nepal, what's the other one? Napoleon and then the... Neapolitan. Neapolitan. I looked it up online, might be in a, Man a Mandela effect. So if you're from my universe where we called it Napoleon, I salute you. Yeah, if you're well, Neapolitan, hi, I'm in your universe now. So All I can say is here we are telling you how to guide your eternal affairs and sort out a nation, but we can't properly name a cookie. <laughs> I'm just saying that it is humbling, but we'll, uh, we'll be discussing that soberly on the next broadcast. God bless you. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98, or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Lance to save big on all of Mike's best products. That's promo code Lance. Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.